0: A number of months ago, we uh, conducted a parish survey and one of the results of that parish survey was that members of this parish wanted more attention paid to our youth. And as a result of that, this mass is, uh, has been scheduled and my hopes is that it will flourish and the crowd will grow and a year from now when we re, uh, take a look at it, we hopefully will keep it going. Some other nice things came out of the uh, survey as well. 85% of the people of this parish are satisfied with what's happening here, and I think that those are very high numbers, very good thing to see. Uh, Of course, that means 85% of you are satisfied with Father James and I, and I have to wonder about the other 15%. Uh, I guess we'll talk to them personally at some point. But one of the things that I'd, I'd like to focus on for just a moment here is, you know, I know that a lot of parents are worried about their kids, worried about whether they're you know, going to uh, follow in the footsteps of the Lord, whether they're going to remain Catholic or not. And I think that that really is what's driving the results of this survey. There is this uh, discord and uh, a worry about you know, where will our children wind up. And there's certainly many, many different things in many different places that, that grab their attention. And thus it is important that we pay attention to what the survey says and we try to do our best with uh, fulfilling uh, the hopes and uh, the wishes of uh, this community. And as I said, so we have this Mass, and I would also like to introduce someone this evening, because we are expanding our youth focus. Uh, We have hired another individual to uh, augment what uh, Matt Reinkemeyer... Matt, why don't you stand up for a minute? I hope everyone knows Matt, who is our uh, youth minister, and uh, has been with us now for more than a year, and he's doing great, great stuff. But he's also finding that there's so much to do that he doesn't have enough time, and and thus the reason for hiring someone... You can sit down now. Thus the reason for hiring someone else. So I'd like to introduce Joe Schleicher to you. Joe is the drummer in this evening's uh, group, and will continue to do that. You can stand up, Joe. Uh, Joe arrived here this week with his wife and three children uh, from California, so uh, another transplant uh, from the warmer side of the country. And uh, we are very, very glad to have Joe with us. Again, he'll be focusing with Matt on our youth here in the parish and uh, will also be helping out a great deal with what's going on musically here. And uh, Joe, you can be seated. Thank you. You know, I think it's also important for everyone here uh, but in particularly our youth um, to maybe kick it in a little bit and uh, uh, come forward to minister in our parish. I know that uh, there are some folks here who have beautiful voices uh, who are sharing them in the pews and we like to have you share them on the microphone. Uh, I know there are some musicians amongst us uh, who I'd really appreciate your stepping forward being a part of this group or one of the other groups at uh, our earlier Masses in the day or on Saturday afternoon. We could really use uh, your talents, you know, God has given you these gifts and uh, you're called to use them and uh, most especially with your faith community. So. Uh, ask you to think about that, stepping forward. And, and we certainly need ministers here at this liturgy on Sunday evening uh, in many ways, not just servers, but also Eucharistic ministers. And uh, again, I would really like to reach out to our youth and uh, ask those of you younger members of the community who might feel called to be lectors, uh, to be readers at our liturgy, to, to step forward as well. Again, God has gifted us in so many ways, and uh, I hope you can get up the nerve, so to speak, to uh, come forward and and, uh, share those gifts with the community. So, having said all of that, and having made a couple of introductions here this evening, uh, just let me talk for a moment here on our readings. Um, You know, I have a a particular... um, I don't think the the words interest in are um, enough but a, um, a great love for a woman who uh, I never met, but who has provided wonderful example for so many in our world today. Uh, I think most of the older folks here are familiar with Mother Teresa of Calcutta, blessed Mother Teresa. I suspect within a not too distant future, uh, she will probably be canonized a saint. And uh, I've got a, a letter from her, signed by her, written by her, that uh, not written to me, But uh, that somebody gave me. Uh, I have a piece of one of her uh, habits. Um, And, you know, they, just like other, um, you know, relics, these are things that help us to kind of stay in touch with uh, those who have lived holy lives. And Mother Teresa, she got, kind of got bothered by uh, some things that were going on later in her life because everyone was seeing this great and wonderful work that she was about in Calcutta, and so many people were coming to Calcutta to join into that work that she, she, she kind of felt like she had to push back a little bit. And, and she finally said to someone, she said, you know, you need to go find your own Calcutta. You know, as if to say... You need to bloom where you are planted. You need to look around you in your homes, in your neighborhoods, your schools, the places you work, and that's where you need to do the Lord's work. You don't need to come to Calcutta to care for the poor. You've got plenty of them right in your own home. And those words are important for us. We hear Amos and Jesus tonight both saying the same thing. Care for those who are in need. And there are plenty around us. You know, today is uh, a fifth Sunday in the month. We have a St. Vincent de Paul collection. People have been very, very generous here. And and don't stop being generous because the poor they are amongst us. And that allows our parish, uh, when people come knocking at the door or showing up at the front desk uh, at any time or calling me, uh, you know, for us to be able to reach out to them and, and to serve them as the Lord asks us to do. We cannot... Uh, allow the poor to be, you know, sitting at our doorstep and not reach out to help them. And so, you know, continue to keep that in mind as, uh, as our lives go on together here. But I would also say that there are many amongst us who are poor in other ways. You know, perhaps not physically. They've got nice clothes that they're wearing and uh, plenty of food on the table, a beautiful house uh, that they live in. There's poverty in their life. You know, a poverty of spirit, a poverty of, uh, uh, you know, perhaps uh, there's illness going on in their, their own personal lives or their, their household, and, and that is a great poverty of sorts because it, it saddens an individual. We have, you know, so much poverty going on with regards to our own faith. You know, people do not know their Catholic faith. If they did, they wouldn't leave it. And if they knew what they have, they wouldn't think for a moment of going someplace else to worship on Sunday or walking away from the church and, and their parents in many cases and uh, other relatives. And so there, there is this great poverty right here, right here in, in our own parish community that we need to pay attention to. And so, again, we are generous with St. Vincent de Paul. We are generous in other ways as well. And I, you know, I ask you to, to think about the people in your life who you know are poor in spirit, poor emotionally, poor faithfully, and, and reach out to them and, and, and take care of them. Again, they're sitting right there at the gate of your household. Don't step over them. Don't step by them. Don't ignore them as we hear the man did in our gospel tonight, because there are consequences to that. Gather them to yourself. Gather them to this parish community. Let us all help reaching out and bringing others joy in their lives, great happiness. And we're all called to do that and to share who we are and and what we have to, 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 to do that. This, um, these last few weeks, uh, late August, well, actually through August and into September, uh, we've had very, very beautiful readings, uh, and in particularly our Gospels, that have focused uh, in this uh, year of uh, the site, the C-Cycle, the, the Gospels of Luke, on uh, stewardship and on how, again, God has gifted us with so much and, and we're called to share it. And, and I ask you to you know, really think about that and, and pray about that and, and, uh, and, and do that. Uh, you've all received those uh, commitment um, information in the the mail the last few weeks spend some time with that because that is our way of caring for the poor again not just the, the poor physically but spiritually emotionally uh, learning wise uh, you know faith wise uh, this community is here to, to reach out and and you know just put our arms around one another and, and, and help to make one another rich. You know, rich in faith, rich in spirit, rich in, in joy. And again, I think that we do that pretty well. Uh, but there's always more that we can do. And uh, I ask you to be generous in, in all of those ways. This is a, a, a wonderful faith community and a community that is committed And uh, I just ask you to be thinking and and praying and and working on doing that even more. If we can do that, then I think this community will continue to stand as a very, very wonderful witness in uh, the neighborhood that we are a part of and and beyond. And that's what the Lord wants us to be. Um, Find your Calcutta here and do something about it. And if you do, the world will certainly... uh, be a better place, as it was because of Mother Teresa, and as it can be because each and every one of us.